Well, guys, if you follow Non-Typical Nation, you'll know that we are coffee lovers. We do not hide it. Old Smokes Coffee has revolutionized the coffee industry. They have smoked coffee. That's right. You heard right. Smoked coffee. We love smoked meat. And so why not smoked coffee? What they've done is they've slow roasted their coffee beans over smoke. They've got cherry. They've got apple. They got whiskey oak. um, They've got maple and they've got a few other incredible great blends. Try it for yourself at oldsmokescoffee.com. Use promo code non-typical and that will get you a wicked discount. Enjoy the podcast. This is the Non-Typical Nation podcast with your host, Brody Teal and Eric Labrie. Let's talk hunting and absolutely everything else that goes with it. that oh really <laughs> well let's hold on to that story till we get this podcast going what's going on guys brody here from non-typical nation we're back with another podcast it's been a while i think it's been two or three weeks eh, eric yeah we're uh, we're bad we uh, we've, we've been, been busy bad. we've been busy busy chasing bears and it's tough to line up evenings when we're both free because if i'm gone well then you know eric's gone or we're something right there's a lot going on we're baiting we're hunting filming everything else but we're in bear camp right now with tommy lazurko and tim sanford with old smokes coffee and uh eric's got some big news he had a double header tonight let's dive on into that uh yeah i got a i got a, a very good opportunity at a very nice bear tonight and then a, a second one presented itself right after so i ended up with you know two bear kills tonight it's pretty awesome once in a lifetime probably never have a night like that again and uh yeah i'm, I'm happy happy yeah. with it two exceptional bears too yeah and i committed to spot and stalking this year and uh you know i almost i almost sat in a bait you guys you guys had me getting itchy you know everybody been sitting at a bait seeing bears or not seeing bears um, but always having bears on the cameras and everything. So I, w- I was really itching to just pull the trigger or at least look look down the sight at a bear. And I was going to convince you to sit in the bait because, you know, if you sit in the bait enough, you're going to have an opportunity at a bear, and uh, you just need to, to wiggle that trigger finger a little bit just to release an arrow. Yeah, and we kind of stayed away from our typical spot and stock area this year completely. Yeah. Like, I haven't even gone there at all this year. Um, so we've been exploring, I've been exploring these new areas around where we've been baiting that are also, you know, there's an adjacent spot and stock only zone, um, just on the other side of the highway. So it's kind of new territory for me, but, uh, yeah, you know, it took all season, but it finally produced. Yeah. Right on. And so, yeah, as I mentioned, we have Tim here with Old Smokes Coffee. We had him up last year and he got a phenomenal bear, great big white patch on it. Good size bear. We had a ton of fun with, uh, John, the trapper. John's been showcased quite a few times in our podcasts, our videos, and everything else. And, uh, yeah, we got skunked tonight, Tim. We did. (laughs) We uh, just happened to see a bunch of squirrels and a martin. And a martin, yeah, and a martin. And uh, it was long. I think we got in that stand at, like, 2 o'clock till 10.40 and... Oh, and my butt was sore on those chairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had little those little blind chairs. They aren't quite as comfortable as the 
the lawn chairs, but uh, we had a little more action yesterday. Oh, yeah, we had that bear at our feet, all, like, almost for hours. Yeah, well, explain what happened, because when I came in and I sort of spooked him and everything else. Oh, yeah, well, I, you guys left, and I was sitting in the stand, like, dozed off, <laughs> and also I heard this crunch, and I looked down, and there's this... There's this probably a two or three year old bear right right below my feet, so I just washed him and he walked around and ate, walked off, came back, walked off, came back, and then you showed up and he was back at the bait, and I start whistling at you, trying to let you know there's a bear here, <laughs> without, coming in without saying that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, then you you he uh, he heard you coming in and then you ran off and then you got in the stand and thirty minutes later. He was back again. He was back, and he was there all night. Yep. So we climbed down from the stand. Um, we decided to climb down about half hour before uh, hunting stop time so we could do some driving and see if we could spot anything else. As we were climbing down from the stand, the bear was bedded down, and he just watched us. And so I got down from the stand, and uh, we passed all of our gear down, and that bear just laid down and watched us walk out. We looked over our shoulders a few times just to make sure he wasn't following behind or anything because they can be a bit unpredictable. But this was a resident bear to that area. So this bear lived in that area, slept in that area, and um, and that was his that was his home. So he, he wasn't leaving unless we made him leave. He was pretty darn comfortable there. Oh, he was really comfortable. I mean, you probably, you were taking selfies with him in the background. Just, yeah. You know, <laughs> he wasn't going anywhere. He wasn't concerned. Yeah, exactly. And then Tommy, we got Tommy Lazurko up from Saskatchewan. Uh, we did do a bear hunt with you, I think, in 2017, the spring of I 2017. So. Yeah. And we hunted hard for three or four days in uh, first week of June and just didn't have any luck. It was hot then. I know uh, it was kind of late that year. Everything happened early. Uh, I was guiding that year, so I couldn't come down any earlier. Uh, when our season stopped, I came down to hunt with you guys and... It was just everything was green. It was probably 30 plus degrees every single day. I know that was that was one of the hotter times of I've been out hunting. That's for sure. Yeah, and it was super late. I, I I forgot that it was in June, but like Tommy said, I was guiding too in the springtime, and so yeah. we were both gone that whole season. And you know, it came it comes down to the last two weeks, and it gets really hot, and the bears start rubbing too, right? Yeah. But we just didn't see a whole lot. We, yeah, it there was, was a sow with cubs on the road, and we saw, I think it was probably a boar in one of the cut lines, but by the time we got anywhere near it, it was gone. But I think there is, I th Brody, you might have got some video of that sow with the cubs on the road. but Yeah, I think we did. Um, we actually made a video of that. That was one of the, I think that was the second or third video we we made, and we put, because we did the hog video. Yep. And that was yeah. when we all did that hog hunt. And then the second video we did, and those we released on YouTube, um, was that bear hunting episode. And we didn't get a bear, and that was a struggle. Uh, we covered a lot of really nice ground. It was, too, yeah, we, and we sort of thought it was going to be a sure thing. Cause, we always do. Yeah. We thought this weekend was going to be a slam dunk. And then we started getting closer and closer to the week. Or the time, or like, geez, man, it's gonna be, it's gonna be work to get a decent bear. It's always, down. it always is unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. We were lucky last year, though. John's got a great setup at his baits and whatnot, and it was, I think, the last week of the season. It was really late when we hunted last year. With yeah, it was in Tim. June. Yeah, it was, uh, I think, June seventh or eighth or something like that, and. Um, 
First day we had a couple bears come through, and then the the second day is when you got yours, and I think we seen three bears or something that day too. Yeah. We walked in on one, got yours, and seen another one circling. So, um, you know, once you get into June, those bears they start rutting, they're moving a little bit more. That's when you get the spontaneous and the different bears in at the bait. Um, they're a little bit tougher to pattern because they don't necessarily need to feed every single day at the exact same time like they do when they get out of the out of the den but um you know it's an exciting time of year as you get later because you never know what's going to come through but between those the rut and and their their major feeding time out of the den you have a bit of a lull and that's almost what we were sort of in right now or last week at least like we're in that lull right now the rut hasn't totally kicked in yet um and then they're they aren't in, in total feeding mode like they are when they get out of the den. Yeah, and we were talking about that uh, the last few days right before this weekend that, yeah. you know, everything sort of got slow. Our cameras weren't really going off the last few days, and, and everything just kind of gets quiet right before it gets crazy again. And we've noticed, like, one of our baits, baits number two, bait number two, we've talked about it a few times on the podcast. Um, it's been super slow. We've had one bear at it. We had a grizzly bear at it and just not a lot of bears, but all of a sudden we checked the camera and within the last four days, we've had like three, four, or even five different bears at that camera. Um, so you see these little pockets, depending on where the bait is, it might be in a traveling route and that's where you see a few more spontaneous bears. Um, but then some of the other bears or other baits, they might be tucked away in different spots where bears aren't necessarily constantly traveling through. So, um, it's a, a game of cat and mouse, pretty much, is what it is at this point. It's hunting. It's hunting. <laughs> so, Tommy, you've had a little bit of an adventurous weekend, too, eh? Yeah, it was a little bit of a rough go. So, uh, the other night, I was talking to Brody about uh, picking up a drone for uh, getting some uh, video for while we're out here. Some extra video, different angle, some shots that we uh, wouldn't, wouldn't normally get. And... That night, a couple hours after I text him talking about it, I had stopped, I picked one up, and I got home, unpacked my truck, and uh, I got the got the drone updating. And I think uh, it, the kit come with three batteries, and I was on the second, second battery. It was uh, fully charged, f fully updated, and I was just uh, a little bit bored, so I think it was around 12.30, uh, in the morning and just looking for something to do and I decided I'd give her a quick flight in my place there and uh, I being new to drones didn't know to turn the GPS off and uh, tracked over and hit the wall and uh, that was it for that drone so and uh, then we get up here and uh, meet up with Brody Eric and Tim and driving down one of the roads Brody and Tim were leading the way and it was a little bit rough and hit a bump and heard a smash behind me. My quad had shifted on me and kind of came through the back window. So it was a big surprise for me. Wouldn't be a bear hunting trip with Tommy if there wasn't a little bit of a disaster. Yeah. So a couple firsts there for me. So. Oh, well. now, now, but you also had some excitement tonight, right? Yeah, so I had, there's, well, after about a five-hour little squirrel watching, uh, I had one bear came in, and we had a porcupine we had hung in the tree uh, just a little earlier. 
So this bear had come in, it climbed up where that porcupine was, kind of just sniffed it, and then it climbed down the tree and walked off. About 20 minutes later, I saw a bear in an opening. I think it was probably 100 to 150 yards uh, kind of past where the bait was. And it was just there. It was just open enough that I could get a video showing that there was a bear there, but that was about all I could get. And I think it was quiet for about an hour after that. And then up behind me, another one walked in and it circled around. It was very shy, very timid. And it just, it would come in, it would grab one of the buns from the bait and then it would walk off to where, again, it would hide its face. You couldn't see it, but you could see that there was the bear there. And so it made for a tough filming because it was in and out constantly. But I think if that bear is there tomorrow, I'd probably take it, but I passed on it tonight hoping for, hoping for better, so. Yeah, it's definitely a big bear. Like I said, I'm quite confident that would go over 18 inches. Decent bear for sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you just never know. You pass on it one day, it might not show up the next, but we'll have to yeah, wait and see. But you yeah. might have a new bear come in, right? That's the, that's the thing with this time of year too, right, is, is anytime, anywhere, you could have a random bear come through, right? Yeah. Because they are starting to rut. They are starting to cruise everywhere, and, yeah, you just have to be in the right place at the right time. Especially if that was a sow, that first one, then... I mean, you never know what that one could bring in because obviously there's no cubs with it. So uh, sow without cubs at this time of year is kind of your moneymaker. Yeah, those boars will be chasing those sows, especially with the rut kicking in right now. Um, and what do you think, Tim? Do you want to sit in the stand tomorrow, spot and stock, or where, what are you feeling? I'm feeling... I can do anything. <laughs> you can do anything. I can do anything. Well, you can do anything when you're drinking Smoking Barrels Coffee by Old Smokes Coffee. We're all drinking it right now. This is the new uh, smoked blend uh, by Old Smokes Coffee. Tell us about it there, Tim. Uh, we actually, this one we use a Honduras bean for, and we're roasting it over um, Jim Bean. Nice. Awesome. It's got some real good flavor to it. And yeah. it's a medium roast, this one? It's a one? medium roast. Nice, perfect, right up my it's alley. It's not bitter, it's nice and smooth. Yeah, right, right on. So they can get this online? Uh, that'll be online shortly. We're just doing the the run right now and making sure that everything's worked out, the kinks are worked out. Perfect, right on, guys. So, yeah, once this is up, check online, see if it's there, and use promo code NONTYPICAL for 10% off. Can't go wrong with Old Smokes Coffee. We've been drinking it all weekend. Yeah. Yeah, right it's, on. Uh, Superman juice. Yeah, it, it, uh, it feels a podcast. Sure does. Yeah, I was telling Tim, usually it's the Blazing Apple or something at like yeah. 8 p.m. when we're recording these podcasts, and you're up till like 2 in yeah, the morning. Yeah, we're texting each other till <laughs> 2 in the morning because we're both editing because yeah. it's too late to too hyped up to go to bed. Yeah. So, yeah, no, guys, we uh, it's it's an exciting weekend, and uh, we want to share a little bit of it with you. Um, but I want to talk about All Smokes Coffee. Can we dive into that a little bit? Sure. So, uh, you know, the basic question, as basic as it gets, um, how did how did All Smokes Coffee start? How did you get into the coffee business? Well, I lived in Seattle for umpteen years. Okay, yeah. So I was surrounded by coffee. But yuppie coffee. Yuppie coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so um, when Obama came in office back in 2008. Yeah. Uh, he, We're staying away from politics, though, I right? Know, Isn't I'm that just, what you mean? <laughs> um, they put me out of business about 90 days. Oh, no. And so I said, if I want socialism, I'll, I'll go back to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I came back to Canada. 
fiddled around doing a few things for a few times, uh, moved to Grand Prairie, and then I was actually selling a competitor's coffee at trade shows. Okay, wow. And somebody walked up to me and they said, is this hemp infused? And I went, no, but it could be. Yeah. And um, so we that's how we came up with the smoke roasting process, was trying to infuse um, hemp. hemp into the, 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 the coffee. coffee bean. Yeah. yeah. So we, we, were ro- we were roasting the stalks over stalks and, and roots uh, and getting the smoke coming up from it, and it was okay. Um, but then we went to different woods um, for different types of coffee, and uh, it, that was how Old Smoke was born. Yeah. So it's a smoke-roasted process. We have both our smoked line, um, and then we have a hunter's line as well, which is non-smoked because not everybody's – smoke's not for everybody. Yeah. It's a conventional uh, bean. Yeah. Um, so when did when did this all start? Uh, about what are we 2017. 2017. So it's happened fast. Oh, yeah. It's growing quick. It is growing. We're now selling coffee all over the world. Wow. Unreal. So And we're the only uh, smoke roasters I can find in Canada. And we're the only ones that do it our way. Yeah, exactly. And you're, you're breaking into that. Like you came from Seattle, and now you're starting to break into that that southern that American market too. Yep, we're actually looking at opening a facility in Wyoming. Nice. Uh, we're looking in Cheyenne right now. Yeah. Either that or Texas. Wow! Right on. <laughs> right on. Living free, right? You can have that. Uh, keep stay armed and protect your uh, the old house. Dreams are filled by go. coffee. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's late, guys. It's like what time is it right now? I think it's midnight or twelve thirty or oh, it's one. Holy it's one smokers! Oh, wow. Yeah, it's been a long day of bear hunting. Yeah, and we thought, you know what? Let's do a podcast. Let's have some fun. We're gonna do it today during the day, but it just didn't work out. But uh, that's awesome. Well, uh, you know, we love the coffee, and a lot of people do, so it's good. Smoked coffee is nothing like it. Yeah, and people just need to hear about it because yeah. it's you know it's a hell of a lot better than any Timmy's or McDonald's. Oh, for sure. Else, anything else you can get. Yeah, the fact that you have to add cream and sugar to coffee just uh, isn't right. This no. you don't need to because it's not bitter, right? It's uh, it's so because it's smoked, it's it's a slower roasting process. Well, yeah, it's smoke roasted. It's not smoked. Okay, smoked roasted, yeah. and it's a slower process rather than your conventionally flash roasted coffee beans. Correct. So they're less bitter, basically. Yeah. Right on. The, yeah. That smoke roasting actually draws the bitterness out of the bean. Okay. Right on. And then, as per uh, cafes and whatnot, you got the one in Grand Prairie. Correct. So anyone in that area or surrounding area, um, are you guys open yet for the public to come in or just the drive-thru right now? Just drive through open right now. We're just, we want to make sure that everything's settled with COVID first. Yeah. And then open back up. Okay, nice. But then we're right now we're also getting franchises open. Awesome. So right now is a great time if you want to have an Old Smokes franchise to, yeah. to be able to put one where it's... Well, it's reasonable. Yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Well, those elk paninis are something else. Yeah. Did you try bi- one? The bison. The I bison you and had the elk. To. We had to. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we tried them. They're fantastic. And don't forget the breakfast sandwiches as well. That's right. Yeah. Elk and bison breakfast sandwiches. Oh, really? I haven't tried those. Yeah, I haven't had those either. Nice. Next time we're in Grand Prairie, we'll have to. Awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. So tomorrow's our last day of bear hunting, and uh, and yeah, we're hoping we can get something down. Eric's tagged yeah. out. We I'm on two tags here yeah. in Alberta, and Eric tagged out real. It, it took a while to fill that first one, but once it happened, it happened quick. Yeah, I'm on disc duty now for this week. <laughs> <of the shooting. laughs> what was the uh, approximate time in between your uh, two bears there? Uh, somewhere between an hour and an hour and a half is between where I shot them. So 
Uh, yeah, I might as well get into the yeah, story. Dive on in. So, these guys have all been sitting uh, in the baits the last two days, and I've been helping out, filling them up before they go in, and and uh, you know we've all been doing it together as a team, and and I've like I said, I've committed to spawn stock uh, with the bow this spring, and you know I always told Brody when we we're talking about it in the shop all day long that if you know in an ideal world it would be a color bear and i'd get like a lengthy stock <laughs> and you know it would be all on film and it would work out perfectly and you never think that's going to happen at all so anyway tonight i'm driving to a spot uh to to go on a hike for the rest of the evening and walk this big uh the power line that's all you know fresh green grass and I'm in a spot and stock only zone, so I don't have to worry about any of the guys baiting around us. <clears throat> and uh, just as I pulled up to the spot to park, basically, I, I spotted this bear about 70 yards away. And uh, he was just feeding under the power line, and, and there was good terrain and sort of a good setup where I could get ready because I wasn't fully prepared because, I, like I said, I was going to hike. And... Uh, and just make a make a move on this bear and get into him. The wind was good, so I, I, I took the time. Uh, he didn't hear my truck. He didn't see me or anything. I took the time to set up all my cameras, put the GoPro on the bow and everything, and, you know, knock an arrow, do a little video, and then stalk in. And uh, once I got within about 50 yards, I had to crawl and stay below the grass line. And I kind of played, you know, cat and mouse with him for 20 more minutes. And then I think at about half an hour, I, I took my first shot, and uh, it was at 30 yards. And uh, the uh, the wind just, I was shaking like a bastard, but the wind <laughs> the wind took my arrow too a little bit, and it was just way forward and uh, in front of him, kind of went under his, right under his chin. And he just spooked and did a circle and came back around, and I, I just stayed crouched down and still and got the camera back on him, and he, he never saw me at all. And so I just waited and waited and waited, and he came back into 30 yards. I knocked another arrow, um, and then I said, you know what? Obviously, 30 wasn't going to work, so I'm going to get, you know, he still hasn't seen me. I'm going to get 20. Like, I want to see below 25 on my rangefinder. And I started making another move as he had his back turned towards me, and uh, it was nice because there was kind of sandy stuff, and he was feeding in the grass, so I could move on the sand really quietly. And I got within, I don't know, 18, something like that. And then he started walking towards me. And he, he walked he walked into about 12 yards, and then he took two more steps. I put the camera on him. I stood up, drew back, and, and punched it right through both lungs. And he didn't go 10 yards. And I piled up. And, uh, yeah, that was that one. And I was super pumped. Uh, I was happy. You know, I knew he was a mature black bear. Or, or so I thought, and when I walked up to him, it turned out he was a, a really nice dark chocolate. Um, he does have a bit of a rub spot on his one side and his armpit, um, but it's it's actually not too bad. So uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just really happy to get a chocolate bear, especially and, spot and stock when you're uh, self filming too. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, and that was the goal. Like I wasn't gonna pull the trigger. Um, like I said, I did think it was just a black bear, so I was not gonna pull the trigger until the frame was perfect. <clears throat> if you watch the video, it's 25 minutes long. I adjust the camera like five or six times before I shoot, just cause there's like grass in the way. And then you know when it actually happened, 
it's just the way it happened but the bear was in frame and you see the shot and, and uh, it worked out so yeah spot and stock self filming with the bow yeah is incredibly difficult yeah yeah it's not easy difficult. like if you got a rifle it's tough self filming on spot and stock but then when you throw a bow in there too and you got a range constantly to get your uh, your range and yardage um it's not easy well and it, it's pretty good it was a perfect setup right i had the wind the wind was howling but it was blowing right in my face the bear never never saw me at all he didn't hear me obviously and so i had you know all the time in the world basically and so i just waited till it was perfect and uh what you know what i thought was perfect the first shot wasn't perfect enough so i waited for it to get a little bit more perfect and and I hammered him this the second one, so, uh, yeah. And then <laughs> I started taking my pictures and my photos, and that's a long process when you're by yourself. And that took about an hour. And then uh, I started looking for my arrow that I had missed because I got those loom knocks. And the, and the wind quit. And the bugs got so bad that they were, you know, they're crawling in your eyes and in your ears and everything. I just said, okay, i got to run back to the truck. I'll grab my knives. I'll grab my head net, you know. I had already brought my bow back one trip before and grabbed my uh, my backpack. And, uh, yeah, so I was just going to get some other stuff. And I was literally just jogging because the truck was only 60 yards. And I look up at about 20 yards from the truck, and here's this blonde bear standing on its hind legs, like, right at the front of my truck. And I kind of, like, stood up. I scared him. He scared me. And uh, I just sort of made, you know, made myself very visible and everything and said hey bear and you know stay away and pulled my spray out because i didn't have a bow didn't have a gun didn't even have my camera pulled my phone out uh started taking a video and then he just started circling towards you know the other bear that i had already got and i started circling towards the truck and then i got closer to the truck than he was and i realized okay well my bow's in the truck and this is a <laughs> perfectly good bear He's blonde and he's about 20 yards. So I, you know, at that point I started, I stopped saying, okay, go away bear to, okay, stay bear, stay bear, stay there. And I circled stay around there. the truck. Good boy. I opened the door, I grabbed the bow. I uh, went all the way around and and he was standing there at 20 yards. I whistled at him and he looked at me and I, I cranked him. And yeah, that was, I, I just didn't know what to say. I'm, I'm still speechless. That was only, you know, three or four hours ago, and I, I still don't know what to say. So it doesn't happen like that ever. No, it doesn't, man. That is too cool. But that's that's sort of the joys of, of spot and stock hunting. Like, they're all unique, and they're all exciting in their own way. But spot and stock hunting, you could go four or five days and not see a single thing. Like Amy and I, we've hunted three or four days um, where we spent eight or nine hours just covering ground, and we've seen, like, three bears. Yeah, and I've I've covered, you know, I've, I haven't hunted very much for myself this year. I, you know, I rarely do anyway, but I've probably put four or five solid days of hunting. Yeah. In, and that should be enough to at least get a few stocks in. But this and, year wasn't. And it just wasn't this year. No. So, yeah, you got a chance like that. You got to take it. And then a, a blonde bear to boot. Yeah. Uh, if you can double up on her, you got to do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that second tag, that's a nice thing. You always get, you know, I always tell people, get your safety bear. Get a yeah. nice, respectable bear. The first one that's, you know, you're happy with, whether it's black or whatever. And then you can really, you know, you can really hunt for your, your unique one, your special bear, whether it's massive or colored yeah. or whatever. And that's the nice thing about these two bear areas, right? Yeah. 
And that's sort of what you want, Tim, eh? Is a nice color phase bear is sort of what, what are, you're hoping yeah, for. Yeah, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> you know what? I, I am not going to lie to you, Tim. I felt there was a moment I felt very guilty. <laughs> Coming back to On camp with two colored one. bears. Well, the first one I was like, okay, wow, I thought it was black. And it's chocolate. Like, okay, um, that's that's great. But then the second one, I was like, oh, Tim might like, <laughs> he might not like me anymore. <laughs> oh, I like you just fine. <laughs> oh, I just you just can't pass up on those bears, just like yeah. yours this spring, right? When it's yeah. it, the first sit, and it's just you know you just tell yourself, well, if it was any other time, I'd shoot it. So well, what's wrong with now? And that's what I said, right? Like, yeah. I said if, if this was the second, third, fourth, fifth, or fifteenth day of the season, I would kill this bear. But I'm I'm contemplating whether or not I should take the shot because it's the first day. And but only this, because it's the first day. And only because it's the first day. Um, but you know what? Yeah, you, those chances don't come every single day, so you gotta take them when you can. Yeah. And these color bears this year, man. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's, cool. it's good. So um, so Tim, you got a bear comes out tomorrow in front of you, five and a half feet black. Are you killing it? Nope. No, you're gonna hold out. I'm gonna hold out for for. Are you holding out for like a, a jumbo black or just a nice color phase or either or? Mainly a color phase. Yeah. Okay. I I have my black bear. Yeah. With yeah. a big old white patch on its chest. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And that guy was that was my first bear. Nice. And you got another one in your deep freeze that you got last year too. Yeah, I was out was actually. Uh, Trapper John yes. was out of my place moose hunting and elk hunting. Yeah. And uh, they were in a stand in my field, and I was sitting on the edge of the oat fields next to my property, and this guy just walks out. So took the 6.5 PRC, and nice. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. And, yeah, so, Tommy, you sit back in that stand tomorrow. You might have a chance at one of those, too. And they were decent bears. The, the one was the one was pretty good. I I contemplated shooting a few times, but he just seemed really timid. And um, there was a grizzly, so Eric and I had actually baited that one at 1:30 in the morning uh, the other the other morning. And checking the camera uh, today, we realized that there was a very large grizzly there about 45 minutes prior to us getting to that bait. So we we could have been. Uh, we could have had some excitement there. We could have but, been uh, breakfast. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if it was because there was a larger black bear in the area that had this boar kind of on his on his heels the whole night, or if it was because of that grizzly. But I, with the way that he would spook off and take off running, I kind of just uh, held tight and didn't didn't uh, stand up or draw back on him or anything because I. I, the, uh, his body language told me there was another bear in the area and I wanted to see it for myself so but well tomorrow might be a different story because it's the last day for us to hunt so yeah it all depends on how how bad you want a bear <laughs> it'll go to 18 though that one that big one it's a decent bear so you keep so. saying it'll yeah, go I'm, 18 I'm confident we see a lot of bears, and I'm confident that he one said will he'll go bet. Right he'll bet a little bit of money. <laughs> I on said it. I'll bet a little bit. I won't bet a lot. Replace that drone that I crashed. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
Well, we thought we'd do a quick, short, and sweet podcast. We'll probably do another one here on uh, the final day of uh, of Bear Camp, just wrapping everything up. Maybe when we're a little bit more awake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's getting late. We got a lot of yeah. stuff we got to pack away, and uh, and then uh, up early tomorrow because we're gonna get some really good photos of this uh, blonde bear of Eric's, and uh, and we'll share them with you guys. So by the time this podcast goes up, you guys will have already seen them, but at least now you'll know the backstory behind those photos. So. Yeah, it was a hell of a night. Yeah. Right on, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening. A short and sweet podcast today, and uh, stay tuned for the next one. I'm going to go get Tim a bear.